excellent. Well, just to go back to that, so back in January, uh, Drake Wirtz, yeah, Drake sure. Wirtz uh, was really a hot topic, uh, WWE rep, and uh, I made some anti-QAnon comments, and we lost a lot of followers. <laughs> we must have, and we were heavy in Canada. We were heavy in Canada. Oh, we really? had a really big following in Canada, and then just all those Trump-supported Canadians really disliked us. Wow. They really did. Welcome to the news you can't lose. This is the news you can't lose with the Loserly's Wrestling Crew. Uh, this is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Roy Lazowitz. How are we doing, Roy? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, angry as the, di- yeah. the Dickens. Yes. Uh, yeah, but one what? That's the thing. Uh, thank you all so much for trying to join the stream. One what? Te- technology isn't with us. We've had this issue for since we started LLW. Uh, so thank you so much for sticking with us. We appreciate y'all. Chica Marks, S, Schmwiz, Tony. Uh, what was that astronaut Perry Saturn? I don't know His name was uh, Pirate Johnson. Pirate Johnson. Pirate Johnson. Also S L. Uh, what else? Who was that last person <laughs> oh, that just F-L. said oof? Oof. F L. Oof. Or Y L. Y L. Thank you all so much for listening and trying us. Uh, this is the news you can't lose. We're going to talk about the wrestling news from August first to August seventh. Boy Royster, and why don't we pose the? I posed this in the failed stream, but is WWE trying to sell themselves or what? What's going boy, on? Boy, oh here? boy, that's a really good question. I don't know. I think it's certainly a possibility. Uh, the wrestling journalists that I listen to and follow don't believe so, but I don't know if I believe them. But I think what they're doing most of all, whether they realize it or not, is that they're just continuing to silo themselves off from the rest of the wrestling world, and they're getting further and further away from this idea that they are pro wrestling, but and they're getting more and more into they've always said that they're sports entertainment, but by continuously like releasing all of these people and really whittling down their roster to using the same fifteen people on each show, it really does feel like they're just becoming this like bubble separate entity yeah this yeah bubble. it does feel yeah. very bubbleish and uh one of the, but the thing is it is very exciting i'm very excited by all this so wb this is the the biggest news of the week they've been releasing people like hotcakes the past couple days uh they released uh, a dozen wb nxt stars that were released let's go over the list uh, uh real quick i'll just read them off and give a one word or sound reaction for each one uh let's go with ref stefan smith best of luck Ari Sterling. Uh, he'll be fine. He's going to go back to GCW. Cody Reeves. Uh, he'd been there since 2014. He'd already been a jobber on TV. On I'm off. surprised he was still there, honestly. Yeah. That was a shocker. Yeah. Uh, uh, Zechariah Smith. Or Zechariah Smith? He's like a. He's the one that's actually most surprising to me because he had never wrestled before. He's a former rugby player, basketball player. He's like eight feet tall. But I guess just he didn't catch on. I don't know. Who's Giant Zangir? So Giant Giant Zangir is also another cat who he's from India. The Great Khali trained him. Was he in the Greatest Royal Rumble? Yes. Yeah, he was. I remember him now. Mm -hmm. I remember him. Asher Hale. Asher Hale is also known as – I took some notes ahead of time as you can tell. Asher Hale is Anthony Henry who's an indie guy. He'll be fine. He'll catch on somewhere else. Here's some big ones now. Mercedes Martinez. That one's crazy to me. It's crazy because she just got a concussion on television and now they're cutting her. But I think what it comes down to is that she's 40 years old and they're on an age kick right now. So they cut her because of that. But man, she was uh, hopefully, hopefully AW picks her up because she is, she's gold. She's really gold. Great character. Great worker. I would immediately get over. Yep. Uh, she actually wrestled for AEW in their first ever women's yeah. battle royal. She was there, and then they just never did anything again, which it's is a shame. Yeah, very a surprising. 
Uh, Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas is another one that's really baffling to me because Jake Atlas is 25. He's got the age. He's really talented. He's really charismatic. But I think based on the couple of matches I saw him have outside of NXT, I don't think they really let him be him. So Mm -hmm. I think he's going to do much better in another company. He's another guy that signed with WWE over AEW because he just grew up loving WWE and just always wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of a sad ending for that. But he's going to be absolutely fine. He's going to do great work. Uh, Tyler Rust or Rust? Rust. You know, it's Rust, really funny. Tyler his, Rust. His name's Tyler Rust. And on the Indies, his name was Rust Tyler. They just <laughs> reversed it. Uh, this one's also surprising because he's in this new group on NXT with Roderick Strong called the diamond mind he's one of the main guys and they just cut him so interesting yeah uh, I, I don't even remember his face right now what about leon ruff leon ruff he's another one he's 25 i'm surprised they cut him he also got a lot of tv time for a period of time but if you think about it you know he got a lot of tv time but his whole story was that he was really little and should never beat anyone and really just got destroyed most of the time he's just too no small. surprise yeah uh but what about bobby fish now we're getting into some stuff. Yeah, Bobby Fish is surprising, but my thing about Bobby Fish, and you wouldn't know it by looking I at him. I love Bobby Fish. Yeah, me too. But he's 44 he's years older. old. He's yeah, 44. He's so uh, Understandable. Uh, and then the last one, Bronson Reed. What that, a shocker. That one We is, thought he was getting called up. Yeah. I guess I guess Vince saw him, and he was like, nah, doesn't do Idiot. it for me. Dumb. Yeah. Why don't we, he did the same thing with what's his face? Amish Roadkill. He saw like he looks good on paper, saw him next to him, he's just like, Oh, he's five eleven. I don't like that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, Amish Roadkill, when they were doing the ECW thing, they really wanted to make him like there was talk that they're gonna make him the one man gang of this generation. Because wow. he's a big guy that yeah. could uh, move pretty well. And then uh Vince stood next to him and he was just like, Oh, yeah you're not that big you're not that big. um yeah. but so you know, very interesting stuff to continue on this trail of wb weird stuff uh adam cole's contract is surprisingly very close to coming up and everyone thought that he was all the execs thought he was locked in since till uh, january 2022 or even some people saying 2024 but his company he had a meeting with vince yesterday royster i heard he a meeting this. with vince you yeah. heard about this high High, what is it? High stakes? What they high call leverage, it? I think, or high, high leverage? Priority? I don't know. High priority, high level, <laughs> high level. It was high, high level. level, yes. And uh, they had a talk, but no word yet on what's going on. What happened in that meeting, Royster? So, yeah, it's really funny because I did read about like sub, like speculation of what happened in that meeting. And it's like, where do you draw the line? It's like people talking about wrestling when it comes to like, here's some rumors and like, Here's what happened inside of a closed door meeting with two people, you know, but Dave Meltzer does it all the damn time. That's true. That is true. Uh, What I think happened was based on what I read, Vince seems to like him and they pitched him creative for both raw and SmackDown. And if he were to resign, he would be used on the main roster. Britt Baker, the Young Bucks. Uh, uh, who else is the, uh, is going over there now? Like, there's a, f- a few other people I forget that are best friends with. Yeah, him. sure. I like, mean, essentially, those guys, all Kenny his... Omega, Hangman. I mean, they're all in a Bullet Club all together. They you know? all love them. I love it. So there's a lot of incentive for him to go over there potentially. Well, the other thing too to think about it, like with AEW, is that size doesn't matter in AEW. And you can say all you want that size doesn't matter in WWE. It obviously does. And the only person who's ever really broken through who's small, especially from outside the company, is AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. He's the exception to the rule. But I don't know. I mean, could Adam Cole break through? Maybe. He's a good looking guy. He talks well. <laughs> yeah. But why don't I also something to think about for AEW? Do you real now that they have potentially have 
Punk and Brian. They potentially have Punk and Brian right now. Do you really need anyone else? Uh, the thing is, like, uh, you you just spend more money. Not necessarily, because you have the two biggest gets right now. And if you just focus on that, if you're being a good business investor, where you're like, oh, I want to make the most bang for my buck. If you hire other people afterward, you are lessening the value of those two. Because you're taking away TV time that you could use on two wrestlers rather than six. I agree. And I, I to a certain extent, and like, obviously... Punk and Brian are kind of the exceptions right now as far as, like, do you need anyone? You don't necessarily – AEW taking Punk and Brian out of the equation, they don't even really need Punk and Brian from, uh, like, a – they're not short on baby fa- – or, like, short on top guys. But when those two guys are available and interested, you just have to take you can't, them. You can't not take yeah, them. You, you cannot take, take them. not take them. They are just – and it's a perfect timing for both of them, yeah. too. Honestly, it's a perfect time for a Punk comeback. It's yeah. a, like they some time away after his losses. Like he couldn't have come back right after his losses. Yeah, and I think too, it's a perfect time because AW has spent enough time. UFC building. losses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big time. Um, they spent well, enough loss. time. Loss, loss. Didn't he lose twice? Oh, you didn't know? Uh, <laughs> I was trying to do road dog right there, uh, but you uh, he uh, had that overturned. There was an overturn because uh, apparently uh, one of the guys he fought, I think Mickey Gall, had some sort of drug. Oh, interesting. Uh, a dr- a drug fa- failed drug test. So then uh, they overturned it, and now it's a, a stale. Yeah. What is a stalemate? Yeah, a, a, misfire? a draw. I don't know. Draw. That's the yeah, one. I'm like, a, <laughs> I like misfire. <laughs> it's a misfire. But, uh, but uh, I will say they spent enough time, right, as a company, just creating a buzz about them. Like they've done a million viewers for a month straight now, and like based on just what they've already had. So they're not relying on Punk and Brian to create some type of traction for them. They've already got the traction. So I think it's a good time all around for them. One of what's good to have about Punk and Brian from a Tony Khan standpoint, and just in terms of producing TV, those are two people that will take care of their story. Yeah, lines. definitely. Those are, uh, those are two people that know what they would want and they know how to get there. They're both good with creative. They both know how to do their own creative for themselves. Absolutely. And just like Chris Jericho, how he's booking a really great angle for yeah. him, for someone that uh, I don't think it should go to. Like this would be great <laughs> for uh, uh, Jungle Boy. Yeah. This would be great for Jungle Boy to go through the five labors. Uh, until you fight MJF, that would be perfect. But he's doing a good. Like it's just a lot off his plate. He'll make good television for with these these acquisitions as well. Uh, another thing, just to throw at you, Pete Dunn is another one that's set to expire soon. Not not to add on to the fire. It's just another yeah another wrinkle in this whole. Why are they getting rid of so many young stars? Yeah, and if I'm Pete Dunn, I say you know if I can stay, I stay because the money's probably pretty good. But like he's the type of guy who doesn't need to go to AEW, but would make uh, you know good money either wrestling between New Japan or mm-hmm. Ring of Honor or going back to. England, you know, I mean, Pac travels to and from. He would so be an MLW all day. He would be. A, he, he is could built be, for MLW. Yeah, Jacob Fatu. He's actually a credible challenger for Jacob Fatu. I think that's a great move. I see him breaking Jacob Fatu's little fingers, yeah. you know, the way yeah. he does. The, and the I, way Pete Dunn likes. I also think we're going to get into something a little later on that's like mostly pure speculation on my part, but something exciting that I think we should talk about, and it's a good time for it. We'll get into it a little later, though. Well, okay. Well, uh, we do have one more thing to this WWE saga. Uh, we talked about it last week. Bray Wyatt. Uh, Bray Wyatt uh, uh, is uh, 
been uh, cut and the aftermath we talked about right on Saturday when it happened. Yep. Uh, and now the aftermath, like the WWE partners are, are very frustrated with this. Uh, the morale is dead because everyone was shocked that they would get rid of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Like a, pretty much, I would say, uh, the one of the locker room leaders right now. Yeah. And also just like from a business standpoint, a big merch mover. So everyone thought that he of all people were safe. And when safe. he gets released, it's like, well, I guess Roman Reigns is the only person who's safe. And that's yeah, really, yeah, I couldn't imagine the new day is any more safe than Bray Wyatt. Totally. Absolutely. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's that. So we'll see what happens. Uh, it might be, I, I'm, I don't think they'll ever sell. I don't think they're ever going to sell. Bless you. Thank you. I don't think they're ever going to sell. I think this is just this is just some weird uh, big maybe big partnership move or or something, but I don't see them ever selling. Yeah, I think too on their like quarterly conference calls or whatever that they have with investors, Nick Khan, who's like the person that the wrestling community is blaming for all of these releases, but it's ultimately a Vince McMahon decision all the time, but Mm-hmm. What I think um, Nick Khan was saying is that he looks at like he want they want the WWE to be like the Marvel Comics universe. Like they mm-hmm. want, and again, it goes back to this bubble idea. And it's like we're bigger than professional wrestling. We're bigger than everything else. And it's such a funny time. And we could do hours on this sentence alone. But like it feels like WWE is continuing to distance themselves from everything else. Mm-hmm. And all of the other wrestling companies are starting to kind of work together. All of these major yeah. companies are really coming together. What do you so? This, what is this thing that you're going to talk about later? Let's uh, let's tie it right to this then. Yeah, yeah. No, this is actually this is a good place to tie it into. I mean, there's we're at a point now where there's about a hundred, hundred fifteen total wrestlers that have been released in the last like year and a half, roughly. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, oh. it's crazy. And um, this most recent uh, Jeff Jarrett podcast this past week was an ask me anything. I haven't Jeff seen Jarrett. it yet. I, I, I wrote it down. I and I haven't, I haven't yet. listened to it all either, but I heard this one part where someone asked a question. Um, now that you're no longer under contract with the WWE, do you have any desire to start a new wrestling promotion? And his response was uh, no comment. Woo! So he loves to stir it up. He does love he to stir it up. He loves to stir it up. And I've heard a rumor recently that old Billy Corgan wants out of the NWA and would like to sell it. So Jeff Jarrett running the NWA. My my like pure pure speculation is that he and Conrad Thompson will buy the NWA from Billy Corgan and Jeff oh Jarrett will run it. My goodness, that would be Conrad Thompson has done something so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> He's just talked his way into like being basically. A, a literal like uh, uh, I, would, I wouldn't say a boss, but a wrestling boss where he's getting people jobs, he's getting people yeah. gigs. I mean, he's, he, not just on his uh, podcast where he has these this crew, but also he pretty much got Tony Schiavone a job. One hundred percent, he absolutely got Tony Schiavone. He got a Tony job. Schiavone a job, and and that's a pretty big deal. And he, I'm sure his influence has been more so than that. He's friends with Tony Khan. He's friends with Bruce Prichard. Definitely, you know, he's, I mean, Ric Flair. Ric Flair, he's literally in every facet of wrestling. And if he owns a wrestling company, honestly, it would almost be such a rest pro wrestling thing to have happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I this think wrestling too, fanboy done good. <laughs> he also, and he never talks about it, and you wouldn't know it unless you were really looking at it, but he's also one of the main sponsors for GCW. If you look at their ring mats, it says SaveWithComrade.com on them. Oh, my God. So I he's everywhere. It. He's all over the place. And he's... 
I think if he did this, he would stay out of it. He would let Jarrett run the whole thing. And I think now more than ever is the time to do something like that because there is so much new talent out there. Like you could bring in Bronson Reed and he's your new NWA champion. Uh, like that works. And and and, and uh, having and I don't want to push her, but having Conrad Thompson be the figurehead. Yeah. Honestly, I'll have him be have him be the Jack Tunney. Exactly. Have him be the like where he's not Vince. He's not Vince, no. but he's like making the decisions. He'll have interviews. He'll do great interviews, like almost like Jim Ross style backstage interviews. He would do such a great yeah. job with. Yeah. And like uh, like him at contract, he knows how to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hit Jack Tunney is the perfect comparison. The like, let's cut to Conrad Thompson and he's sitting behind a desk. He's not like cutting promos in the ring. He's like sitting behind a desk. He's making the decisions. Did like you think man. of this? Did you think of this? Uh, did you come up with this, Jeff? No, Jared, I, I, I uh, heard about it. I heard about it somewhere uh, else. With the Conrad Thompson Association yes. as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, oh, we're going to be talking about this. This is big yeah. news. This is big news. Exciting news. Wow. The wow. other thing That's to a- mention, too, um, going back to WWE releases, tying with this, is that Ric Flair also asked for his release as well, and he's no sure. longer under contract. Uh, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because, Fred, you encouraged me last week to say whatever I want to say, and we're okay to say this. Ric Flair's a giant scumbag, and he should yeah. not ever be in AEW. There was talk that's like a foregone conclusion that he's going there. My hope is that it that is. doesn't happen. Uh, Tony Khan has long said that he doesn't want to associate with wrestlers who have like sexual misconduct histories and things like that. Ric Flair. I hope he takes a stand there. Is, I hope he takes a stand. Yeah, I mean, it's the worst kept secret in the entire world that he's just like harassed countless women (laughs) and got naked in front of countless uncomfortable women who didn't ask for it. He owes so many different people money. He's a real uh, carny. That's a very good point. And I think there should be like, one of the things I don't think there should be a public shaming of Ric Flair, just a like, we don't have to talk about him anymore. Yeah. 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 Well, we don't don't need to talk about him more. Honestly, he was a great wrestler, great character. uh, In this new age where we like should, uh, the, the uh, for, fourth time is try. Oh, why do I? S just commented. Uh, what? S just commented. He just wrote, Fourth time is a charm, fellas. I believe in you. Oh my God, S. S. S, I love you to oh, death. Geez. What are you doing to me? But uh, yeah, I think we could definitely do that. What is going on here? Wow. Are we still streaming? No, this was the last one oh. that I forgot to delete. Okay. Thank you so much. Oh my God, S. We love you so much. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Ric Flair, uh, uh, good, good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, I read an article, a brief article about the plane ride from hell episode of dark side of the ring. That's going to be happening later this year. And I think it's going to kind of bring some Ric Flair instances to light a little bit. And it would be best if they just avoided whatever potential controversy comes from that. Good. Good. One one. That's a, that's actually really good news, honestly. Yeah. Uh, because one one. Uh, well, that's not good news, but it's interesting. I'm glad to think that Tony Khan won't go the Ric Flair route. Uh, but moving on, we have some sad news, Royster. We have the passing of beautiful Bobby. Yeah. Beautiful Bobby, and 62 years young. Uh, that hasn't. They have not disclosed the reason for death. But he wasn't doing too well. He fell recently in his home, mm-hmm. uh, broke some bones. Um, so hopefully, like his family's good. What's your favorite Bobby Eaton story? What's your favorite Bobby Eaton memory? Yeah, so there's a, there's a couple. There's a, there's a few that I have actually. They're all pretty brief. Uh, Bobby Eaton is incredibly underrated, I think, and our generation people who mm-hmm. started watching wrestling when we did probably we we missed 
the big Bobby Eaton years, but if you've gotten a chance to go back and watch, best leg drop in the history of wrestling. Really excellent yes, leg 100%. drop. Um, excellent tag team wrestler, really understated. One of Arn Anderson's best friends in the world. And I have very fond memories because WCW did this thing when in like the late 90s, they would bring in older wrestlers who were really popular in like the 80s, early 90s, and just basically have them do jobs to other wrestlers. So Bobby Eaton was like an enhancement talent for WCW in the late 90s. And it was, I mean, he made people look good. He made Goldberg look good, among others. And um, yeah, I, I loved watching those matches with my brother. And it's funny because Mike and I, my, my brother Mike and I would be like, yeah, look at this bum. And then we'd like start getting into the history of wrestling. We'd be like, oh, actually, this guy's great. Why is he doing this, you know? And uh, there's this story that my brother told me once about Bobby Eaton that I think is very funny. Uh, him and Arn Anderson are best friends or were best friends for a very long time. They lived down the street from one another. And apparently for a while, Arn and Bobby had a game where they would burp in one another's ears. They'd like surprise oh. one another and burp in one another's ears. That's cute. And apparently Bobby tried to do it once and threw up on Arn. That's Which is so horrible. <laughs> That's I I always thought that Bobby it looked like a uh, like Greg Valentine if he got hit in the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> like, like, I, I've always saw that like he's someone that just like ain't right. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> but that that's how I saw him. But yeah. I love him as a performer, great performer. I my biggest memory of him is Lord Bo uh, Robert of Eaton. Yes, yes. Lord Robert of Eaton yes. when he was with uh, 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 Stephen Regal, a young Stephen Regal. Yes. Um, yeah, that's actually the first time I was encountered. I encountered him. That's the first time I knew who he was. Yeah, I also uh, do want to touch on um, another wrestling death as well. Very briefly, was the death of Jody Hamilton, assassin number one. The, sure. The reason I wanted to just touch on Jody Hamilton is because, again, and this is going to become a running theme the more we do these. WCW references. Um, Jody Hamilton opened the WCW power plant. He trained Kevin Nash. He trained DDP. Mm. He trained all these different guys. He also was the gorilla monsoon of the WCW in the sense that they sat, you know, there's, there's the gorilla position in the really, WWE. Sure. That was Jody Hamilton's position in WCW for the last, Damn. for like the last five years. And also Nick Patrick, very famous referee, Nick Patrick for WCW. Infamous WWE. referee. Infamous, yeah. Uh, he is his son. He's Jody Hamilton's son. Is so, it? Yeah. Yeah, which I didn't know oh, either. Wow. So that That's was a fun cool. little fact. I didn't know anything about the guy. I, 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 the only, I don't think, I've never seen his matches. I've only seen him as a talking piece. And I remember thinking he was bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. bad. But well, I went on R.I.P. R.I.P. to the family, and uh, that's all good. Rest in power. That's Rest what we in say. power. Um, well, I got another news item here, yeah. but it's a silly one. Please. And we already talked about this, Scrub. Uh, we got uh, Drake Wirtz oh. is running for <laughs> office. Mega head extraordinaire. <laughs> Joey Janelle's best friend. Yeah. Um, he is running for office in uh, his district in Florida. I think oh it's District gosh. 30. Yeah. Uh, please don't vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> don't I vote for him. there's a new law that was just passed in Florida that said that, that jo Drake Wirtz can't run. <laughs> no, that no political candidate who's running can be disqualified for any reason. So I think he's just testing that i think that's just Jeez. yeah he's just a mess he's showing up at he's an anti-vaxxer anti-masker yeah. 
uh, uh, real real MAGA head, real. and we don't want him to win. No. Let's not have him win. Let's make a no. campaign, an LLW promise. We're all going to work together to fight against Drake Words. We should actually make this a thing. Well, that's how we get viewers. We, we start attacking. We have to start attacking, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, how do you, you feel good about this? About, you feel good about this, Rooster? About our, the campaign idea or him running? Yeah, about the campaign against Drake Words. Yes, I feel I feel great about that. There's I We're running against Drake join. Words. Not yeah. for any office. We're just running against <laughs> Yeah. I feel very I think that's good, good about idea. that. Uh, do you have any other news items, Rooster? Yeah, I do. I'm gonna. I think some rapid fire stuff. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Throw, throw, throw it in the sky. So there's some quick AEW tidbits here. That's what I, I put in our doc. Quick AEW mm. tidbits. Uh, they filed for the copyright for the term King of Hearts, H A R T S. No one knows what that's for, but speculation once again is that it could potentially be a King of the Ring style tournament in honor of the memory of Owen Hart. Very interesting. And I wonder if uh, Brett would be signing on with this yeah. type of thing. I mean, I'm sure he would be. He presented the AEW yep. world title. Yep. yep. He has a relationship with them. Yep. That yep. would be pretty cool. I think that, that would, would be, be great. Really cool. King really of Hearts. Great. Hell yeah. Let's yep. go, TK. And then uh, next piece of news, as we saw, we didn't discuss this on Wednesday, but uh, there seems to be some speculation around it, which makes me a little nervous. The AEW Rampage announced team, which is going to be Excalibur, Taz, Jericho, and Mark Henry. I don't know how that's yeah. going to work. But Too many people. There seems to be speculation based off of after that announcement was made, how Excalibur um, kind of took the news in on air and thanked JR and uh, Tony that Excalibur will be moving off of Dynamite and exclusively be on Rampage. That's just speculation, but how do you feel about that? I don't think that's true. I, th- I his not. thank yous his thank yous were just purely like uh, like like saying oh I'm taking helm of this show but I want to thank the people that have helped been helping me you know he's treating it like a, a like an award he's winning yes and he's thanking the people around him he was not trying to say goodbye I did not get that sense I at all I hope not because that would yeah. be but that would be rough someone did say what if Excalibur moves to Friday and they bring in someone like Mar Ranello for Wednesdays, which would make it a little bit better. You'd have to get JR off. Yeah, I think no matter what, JR's kind of got to go. to get JR off. <laughs> have Morrow and Tony, uh, but you cannot have Morrow and JR. That's just too... They would butt heads so much. Yeah. They would yeah. butt heads so, so much. But interesting interesting theory. I, I'm, I'm into it. But I almost would rather Morrow at MWA. Yeah, they need it. They need somebody like that. His voice is meant for yeah. an NWA power. Jeff Jarrett, first hire. Let's go. Mario oh, Mario. my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Next piece of uh, tidbit. Next tidbit here. I saw a posting. Warner Brothers has posted saying they're hiring for four different AEW series that are in development. Wait, what? There's four new scripted, they said scripted, AEW series that are potentially in development. One being that Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes reality show. Uh-huh. But do you feel like... Are they so, looking for producers? They're, <laughs> they're looking for... I, I actually, I'll are try to find people the people to help build some, make some content? <laughs> is that what they're trying to do? Interesting. We got Interesting it. Um, but yes, uh, they, do you, that's probably too much. Do you feel like that's too much? What do you mean too much? Too much AEW content. If they have four series, I think they already have too much content. That's so interesting to me. I think they're already going overboard. I think that honestly, I am not happy. Rampage is starting. <laughs> I don't want. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. But man, am I comfortable with three hours a week? 
you know, three hours a week. So I have, but I always watch Dynamite and then I watch uh, a little bit of everything else, right? So that fills up the three hours. Now I'm a demanded three hours. That's going to be four hours a week for me. And that's pushing it. That is pushing it. Did you feel like, and this is, I was thinking a lot about this when I saw this because I was like, oh, that's so much. That's like seven hours of television potentially. Yeah. But if you think about WWE slash F 2001-2002, you had Raw, you had SmackDown, you had Heat, you had Velocity, you had Confidential. These were mm-hmm. all on weekly. That's a lot. And to me, that didn't feel like a lot did that. But at the same time, we were younger. So it's like, yeah, I mean, we're 12, 13 years old. It's like, yeah, give me all the wrestling you got. Sure. And maybe that's the audience they're going for. Maybe they're trying to build new wrestling. Fans. I just think they're trying to put out as many lines as possible. If you can't watch live Wednesday, you could watch live Friday. If yeah. you can't watch live this way. But the issue is uh, AEW has not done a good job of being able to tie storylines together in video packages for their smaller feuds. You know, the thing is like, there's a lot of times I'm watching dynamite and there something happens and they have no way of showing me what happened uh, that caused this with their, 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 something happened on dark or something happened on elevation. And they're not very good with keeping the audience up to date with the lesser shows. So I don't know how starting another show that's supposed to be another primary show is going to play when you still haven't gotten the basics down with what you currently have. Yeah, I agree with that. But I hope, what I hope they do is they do excellent work with these Road 2 videos on YouTube. Like Road to Dynamite, Road to All Out, whatever it is. And they're like 10, 11 minutes and it highlights some feuds. and sh- Those are excellent, but mm. I hope that they move they're those great. off of they YouTube just need more. onto the television show. They too. need more yeah. editors. Mm-hmm. They need more editors and they have to, they have too much talent. They yeah. have too much damn talent. They should split up the roster. Have a Rampage versus Dynamite. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> honestly, though, like, it, there's already too much talent. Yeah. Yeah. There's already too much talent. Very interesting stuff. Any other uh, rapid fire news you got? Yeah, there? yeah. I got a couple of little ones here. Give uh, me those little baby nuggets. And I have one that we're going to kind of like, I wouldn't have to close on it necessarily, but one that I'm going to pose a question to you. So I'll save that sure. one for last. Yeah, save that for last. Uh, AEW sold out the United Center. That's around yeah. 17,000 tickets, which is going to be the biggest show to date in North America. That's not from a WWE. Uh, since 1999, it'll be the most people in a venue not run by the wwe which is exciting that's pretty crazy that's pretty crazy yep uh i think we might have touched on this earlier but it's officially unofficially rumored that ruby riot now known as ruby soho is going to mm-hmm. sign with AEW. that's exciting that's just very exciting her they need to pick up like i don't think they should have to pick up bray wyatt or they pick up uh, you know, Bronson Reed or anything like right. that, but like pick up uh, uh, R- Ruby Soho and Mercedes Martinez. Totally. Pick up those two women because you need it. This division needs it. It's imperative. Absolutely. And then my last piece of news before we pick get up to, Mickey James and Mickey James too. Definitely. And Mickey James. Let's start some cross promotion with NWA even more so. Mm-hmm. Um, my last piece of news before we get to the open-ended question for you is, uh, for your Southern California wrestling fans out there, PWG is back, which is really exciting. Pro Wrestling Gorilla is back. Interesting. And so is Bar Wrestling, but now it's called Raise the Bar Wrestling, and they've gone out of their way to tell everyone that Joey Ryan is not involved. Hell yeah. It's the okay, other that's people. That's question. It's the other people who were behind it that are – remember uh, Gentleman Jervis? 
Oh, I love General, the Cotton Belly Gentleman Co- Yes, he is one of the main people who is kind of getting this back up and running as well. And it's just, it's perfect timing for all of these people that just got released. Here's more places for them to work. Man. It's really exciting. So that's also I really guess exciting. it's uh, about that time of year where I should start thinking about becoming a wrestler again. Yeah, I, it's a yeah, great it's about time. that time of year, you yeah. know? You'd be it's, it's right on schedule, too. It's right bar. on schedule. <laughs> I'm getting uh, emails from Rikishi's wrestling school being like, you still want to become a wrestler? <laughs> you still want to become a wrestler? Where's his school? Uh, somewhere in Southern California. Oh, I think it's okay. in uh, the Valley. Uh, and uh, well, <laughs> so I got some thinking to do. Uh, what's that? What's next on the agenda? Yeah. You got one more for me? This is the this is the big one. And I always like to ask. I like that. I'm, I'm trying to have open-ended questions for you every week so we can oh, talk a it. little philosophy. I love it. So there were two big oopsies this week, in my opinion, uh, when it comes to heels being heels and they both did a very terrible job of it uh and said some offensive things and i'm not sure if you saw this you were on vacation but max caster did Mm -hmm. a rap and just said a bunch of horrible things that didn't that weren't he insulted simone biles for having mental health issues Mm -hmm. he referenced the duke lacrosse case from 2006 where the duke lacrosse team raped some women oh i didn't know he did that yeah, he did i just that. heard the simone biles thing and then he also said something else that i can't remember about julia hart specifically that was also really gross and insulting um tony Khan's apologized etc got cut out of the show whatever and then the other thing is charlotte flair also saying you know insulting essentially simone biles and saying that she's weak for having mental health issues and withdrawing both of these were done in the vein of getting heel heat quote unquote what to you does that mean and what's too far that that uh, it's changed it's changed would i think that someone uh, like be a bad guy in wrestling making fun of an olympic person that quit uh in 2004 i wouldn't have cared right Uh, i would not have cared i would be like they're just being a bad guy of course they're gonna do that that's easy prey um but the whole thing with uh, mental health and the focus on mental health and and kind of like being responsible companies being responsible uh uh for the things that their talent says i would need it to be less i i don't i don't think it's I think there has to be more to it. I think if you're going to be doing something like that, have retribution come swiftly. Yeah. You know, like if you're going to be doing something real shitty, have the heel get beaten up immediately or something so that where it's like you're getting your heat in, you're being topical, but like it's immediately showing this bad person getting a bad thing happening to them. I think that goes a long way. Uh, do I think they should have laid off Simone Biles? I think so. Yeah. Do I think that... Uh, 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 Max Caster saying disgusting things should stop. Yes, I do. I think there's no place for that. Uh, making fun of Simone Biles, that's a pop culture thing. That's a little bit more open-ended, but his derogatory language towards women uh, needs to stop. That That's just got to go. Yeah, I agree. I completely yeah. agree. Simone Biles, I'm up in the air about because one way, it's just everyone knows it's a dick thing to say. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like really like nobody thinks that he's right. No one thinks that he's, he's uh, or she's, or Charlotte Flair's right about this. Right. But uh, I feel like they need to come up and sooner, sooner than later. Yeah. The when I don't know if you saw it, but when Charlotte, as soon as Charlotte said Simone Biles' name, everyone started booing her, and she said, "Wait, wait, let me finish." Not a good look. <laughs> so, wait, was she being? Is she a heel now? Yeah, she's a heel. Yeah. And she's and they're booing, and she's saying, "Let me finish." Yeah. I, I, what do I would do if I were her? I'd say something about Simone Biles, and everyone's booing. Look, let me finish. <gasps> Fuck her. Gets <laughs> 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 worse. That would be a really good heel move. Yeah. But we know we love we love Simone yeah, Biles absolutely. here at LLW. We're pro Simone Biles, absolutely. and we're anti Olympics. 
Yes. Also anti-Olympics. We're anti-Olympics. We're yes. anti-Olympics. We're pro Simone Biles and whatever she wants to do. Yes. Uh, but uh, is that all the news that we got here, Royster? Yeah. I mean, I thought I have a quote from you a- You got a tweet of the week? So I do have a tweet of the week, but it's hard to do it without- I was I, I had a tweet of the week that was designed specifically for our live stream, and it's this this wrestling historian who tweeted that Bobby Eaton died at sixty two. So now here's sixty two Bobby Eaton matches you should watch, and he basically sure. just had a long list of all these Bobby Eaton matches. But I was just gonna send the link in the chat, so it's hard oh, to to do that it here. Been nice, yeah. but one what say the name of the title and have people Google it. Yeah, look up. Uh, I think his – oh, I have it here. And while I'm finding this, I do also want to point out a quote that I found going back to the main topic for today. And I thought this was this would be a good way to close it out. Um, the main topic for today being all of these releases. Um, and the quote is from John Cena in a Forbes article that just came out recently. And he said, and I quote, Man, I wish there was some sort of fountain of youth where I could still be a full-time contributor. But the longer they continue to bet on aging prospects, that makes WWE's future a little bit less stable. Mm. So the more people they're releasing, their future becomes less and less stable. Mm-hmm. That's John Cena said that? John Cena said that. Isn't that surprising? Good job, John Cena. Yeah. Good job, John Cena. But it's not like he's one of he's going to go back there and make his paycheck in a week anyway. Yeah. Well, hey, why don't I do this also for this tweet of the week? Why don't I put it on the Loser Leaves Wrestling timeline and then oh. uh, everybody can go check it out there? Yeah, of course you can. That's a great idea. That's a great idea, Royster. Sound off. For, uh, give us a hoot hoot in the chat. We're just getting ready for next week. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're, uh, give us a hoot hoot in the chat. Thank you all so much for trying to listen to our stream. You Bless you. Bless you. And bless you, S. For that, yeah. that comment, and bless you, the person that said oof. oof and uh, well, we're gonna be, we're all gonna see you this Wednesday. We're gonna do the woos and what's of AEW Dynamite right after Dynamite. Uh, but uh, make sure to follow Loserly's Wrestling on Instagram, on Twitter, Loserly's Pod at Gmail for all your emails. We're, we love those emails, and we're saving up the mailbag. The mailbag's for Moet. So we're going to save up these emails and we're going to save up the best ones for when Moet's back on the show. Um, but uh, well, thank you all so much for watching. My name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Roy Lazowitz. That's right. Uh, yeah, well, uh, name, uh, name, uh, oof, uh, if, you, if, if, if Conan were a pirate, what would he say? He would say, are you ready to Odale? I don't know. Odale. Are you ready to Odale? Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I don't know why we're, doing, we're improvisers. I don't know if y'all knew this. So we're improvisers. Classically trained improvisers. All the courses. All the courses. I'm ending it right there. Throw it in. Okay. Let me stop. This was a healthy, healthy episode.